0: You're listening to episode 145 on Make Room for Your Miracle. Hey there, welcome to the Better Podcast. I'm April Osteen Simons. So glad to have you as a part, whether you're listening or watching. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Hey, if you like what you see, I would love for you to subscribe, press that notification bell, and every single week you'll get a brand new episode. Today in this podcast, I want to talk about this, make room for your miracle. Now, I would venture to say that most of us are believing God for some type of miracle, whether it's big or whether it's small. Some of us might need a miracle that can only happen by divine intervention. (laughs) My question to us all is, have we made room for our miracle? Are we actively pursuing our miracle? Today, I want to break it down for you and give you four ways you can make room for your miracle. You ready for it? The first way is this. Get a clear picture of what you want. Now, you may say, April, of course I know what kind of miracle I want, but have you made it crystal clear? The scripture says this in Matthew 9. It talks about two blind men that were following after Jesus, and they were saying this, Son of David, have mercy on us and heal us. They followed Jesus right into the house he was staying in. They were actively pursuing their miracle. What's interesting is Jesus turned around to them and said this, Do you believe that I have the power to restore sight to your eyes? I mean, you know what? They were pursuing him. Don't you think the answer was obvious? But yet Jesus still asked it. The blind men said, Yes, Lord, we believe. Then Jesus put his hands over their eyes and said, You will have what your faith Expects. Oh, that's good, y'all. Another version says this: "Become what you believe." So, where is your faith on your miracle? What do you expect to see? Do you expect a complete healing in your body? Do you do you expect complete restoration in your family and your relationships? Become crystal clear about the miracle that you're believing God for. The scripture says to write the vision down, make it plain, and make it clear. Make that picture so clear in your mind that when your miracle shows up, you're going to know it. <laughs> don't, don't leave anything to chance. Be specific about what you're believing God for. So make it clear in your mind and in your heart. Second, the second way we make room for our miracle is to take on a miracle mindset. Now, y'all, this is so important. What does a miracle mindset mean? That means that you have this mindset that says, you know what, despite the circumstances, despite of how bad it may look, despite that it looks like it's never going to happen, I have the mindset that, you know what, I know what I'm believing God for, and my faith says, again, we're talking about faith, my faith says it will happen. A miracle mindset says this, I'm not going to allow what I currently see to cause me to forget what God has already said. I'm going to keep believing. I'm going to keep moving forward. A miracle mindset believes that God really can do the impossible. A miracle mindset trusts that God is perfectly capable of bringing your miracle to pass. Now, let me tell you about in 2019 when I lost uh, the ability to walk, basically, in my, lev- my leg, my left leg, because I was in excruciating pain. It came all of a sudden, I had MRIs, the doctors didn't know exactly what it was. Y'all, I was knocked off my feet. Finally, one day, by, I would say, definitely by God, I randomly picked a doctor. My, my primary doctor gave me three doctors to choose from. I randomly picked this neurosurgeon who happened to be one of the top neurosurgeons in the area. And he looked at my MRI and saw things that others had not seen. He took me immediately into surgery the next week, a few days away. I crawled into surgery and I walked out of surgery completely healed and well. Now, let's back it up a little bit. When I couldn't walk, you know what I could see myself doing? I could see myself walking. But not just walking, walking without a limp, walking without nerve damage, walking without pain, being able to walk my 5 to 10 miles a day, being able to wear heels again. Y'all, I love me some shoes, some high-heeled shoes. I had a clear picture in my mind of the exact miracle that I was believing God for. Now, sure, I would have loved a flash to come out of heaven and me to be perfectly healed and God just to speak in that King James Version and say, daughter, be made well. That happens to some people, and yay, we'd all like that instant miracle. I didn't know how God was going to do it. I just knew where my faith was. I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be walking without pain, walking without a limp, wearing my cute high heels everywhere. Now, I'm so glad that I didn't limit God in how I would receive my miracle. I'm so glad that I was open to going to a doctor. And the reason I say this is because of this. I want to I say this to you. You can be in the right place and in the wrong mindset and miss your miracle. That's really good. So I'm going to say it again. You can be in the right place and in the wrong mindset and miss your miracle. If I was against doctors or if I was against, you know, whatever, and this is nothing about doctors, I have a brother that's a doctor, but if I wanted to only receive my miracle one way, man, I might've missed my miracle because I was so set. My point is this, don't limit God on the way that you're going to receive your miracle. makes me think of my dad. He used to always say, God is wiser and smarter than I am. So get that miracle mindset. And when it looks impossible, you may be listening or watching today, and it just looks like it's not going to happen. It looks like, you know, forget it. I've run my course. It's been years and years. You know what you need to do? Get around people who've had, had a miracle. Build up your faith. If you're believing for healing in your body, get around somebody that has been healed in their body. You know what, y'all? I can always go back to when my mom was given a few weeks to live. The doctors gave her up. She looked like death. And as a kid, you know what I saw? I saw somebody go from death to life. I witnessed a miracle as a little girl. I saw it. I have that reference to go back to. And because of it, you can't talk me out of a miracle. I know that God performs miracles today so you may not have that to go back to find somebody that's received a miracle like that find someone that's been healed of the disease that you're believing for healing for get a podcast get their book build up your faith if you're believing for a restoration in your marriage find a couple who's been to hell and back and live to tell the story <laughs> find somebody that's been th- that's now thriving in their relationships get the books, go to seminars, go online to events. I mean, do what you can to build your faith in the same regard. If you're believing for a prodigal son or daughter to come back, find the prodigal son or daughter who's come back, who's lived to tell the story. Be around people that can build your faith. See, a miracle mindset says, you know what? God did it before, and I know he'll do it again. A miracle mindset says, God did it for her or him, and I know he's no respecter of persons, and he'll do it for me. And listen to this one, y'all. A miracle mindset says this, just because it hasn't happened yet, doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Listen to the scripture, Psalm 42, in the Living Bible, expect God to act. I say it every single morning. Father, I thank you that you're going to act on my behalf. I thank you that I'm going to see miracles today to write that on your bathroom mirror. What are you expecting? Are you actively pursuing that miracle? Are you making room for your miracle? A miracle mindset expects good things every single, every single day. A miracle mindset expects God things every single day. Number three, get some backbone. Oh, this is a good one. There was a little girl who was in Sunday school And her Sunday school teacher told her the story about Jonah being swallowed by the whale. Oh, that little girl just loved that story. She just thought it was the greatest thing ever. She couldn't wait the next morning to get to school to tell her teacher about this incredible story. So that's exactly what she did. After she told her teacher, the teacher smiled and patted her on the hand. And she said, that's a great story but it just didn't happen. See, even though a a whale is a large mammal, its mouth is too small to swallow a human. So although it's a good story, it's just not the truth. That little girl just said, you know what? It is the truth. It's in the Bible. And my Sunday school teacher told me (laughs) that made the teacher mad. And she said, no, darling, I'm telling you, it's not the truth. It can't happen. It's impossible. That little girl got a little bit of sass on her and put her hands on her hip, and she said, you know what? I don't know how it happened, but when I get to heaven, I'm going to ask Jonah. That made the teacher even more mad. She said, well, what if he didn't make it to heaven? The little girl looked at her and said, then you ask him. You know what, y'all? I love that little girl because she had some backbone. She knew the truth that was in the Word of God, and she wasn't going to let anybody talk her out of what she knew to be true. What am I saying? We've got to have some spiritual backbone. See, people are going to try to talk you out of your miracle. I mean, you know, they're going to try to say, you know what? You believe God this long. Maybe it's just not going to happen. Maybe it's time to close the door there and just move on. And, you know, if God put it in your heart and you're believing God for that, don't let anybody talk you out of your miracle. Have you ever noticed when you're sick, people tell you how their great aunt and -and so-and-so died of the same disease? Good. They might have good intentions, but listen, y'all, good intentions can talk you out of your miracle. Don't let anyone talk you out of your miracle. Get that backbone. Fourthly, trust God's timing. Trust God's timing. You know, sometimes our miracles take longer than we expect. I mean, like I said before, we'd all like that instantaneous miracle. I know you know this, there's a process. We have to trust the process and trust that God knows exactly what He's doing. You know, so often we're looking for God to move, and often God is looking for us to wait. Why? Because sometimes there's there's some things in us that need to transpire to bring our miracle to pass. Sometimes there's things in others that need to transpire to bring our miracles to pass. There's things in our situations that need to transpire to bring our miracle to pass. Whatever it is, we have to just say to God, "You know what, God? I don't get it. I don't know why it's taken so long." You can talk like that to God. I'm just, but God, I'm just going to trust the process. I'm going to trust that you're wiser and smarter than me. I'm trusting that you're working behind the behind the scenes on my behalf. And instead of questioning it, questioning it, if I can say the word, questioning it, <laughs> I'm just going to trust you. I'm going to give my worries. I'm going to give my concerns to you. And I put my trust in you. Then you have to have that attitude, God, I'm in it to win it. And I'm in it for the long haul. Let me say that again. I'm in it to win it. I'm in it for the long haul. Make room for your miracle. Know what you're believing God for. Get crystal clear. Take on that miracle mindset. Have that spiritual backbone and then trust the process. Y'all, I can promise you this. Miracles still happen today. God really can do what men can't do. So make room for your miracle. Anything is possible if you just believe. Don't give up.